Good morning, everyone. How are we doing today? Sunday, August 16th. And wow, if you're in the Bay Area with me, we have had some freaky weather the last uh, yesterday evening and, and still going on like thunder and lightning. We don't have that a lot around here. Uh, pretty weird. Yeah, also a heat wave. And uh, I think if you're down south, they're talking about a fire tornado. Wow, crazy. 2020 is not messing around, huh? Uh, I give 2020 a one star. How about you? Is, is it possible to give a half star, maybe a zero star? 2020 has been uh, not been a fun year. Can't, can't wait to put this one in the rearview mirror and talk about it like the old days, right? Do you remember 2020 when? Man, I look forward to those days. So let's talk about the daily financial news. That's why you are here. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, again, no particular order. Uh, just going through this. Good morning, Josh. How are you? Uh, Looks like there's a lot more talk about airlines. Uh, you know, airlines have some furloughs or some layoffs that uh, are on the books for October 1st. Their first, I don't know, what do you want to call it? A bailout? Let's call it a bailout. Uh, basically had the promise of no meaningful layoffs until uh, October 1st. So there's been about 75,000 folks notified that their jobs are at risk on October 1st. This all seems to be setting us up for them to get another $25 billion. Uh, I have to ask why. You know, I haven't done the math, but $25 billion certainly seems like a lot of money to save 75,000 jobs. I mean, just last week, we, we broke a million on the downside, like 960-some thousand um, job losses. So 75,000 while meaningful, of course, if you are one of them, I don't know. Doesn't it seem like you we could spend twenty five billion somewhere else, like funding unemployment benefits or something? But you know, that's just me. Uh, also, when I kind of dug into it, it looks like the big four airlines reported in excess of ten billion dollar in losses last quarter. Now, some of that is, as we've talked about, kitchen sink quarters and then moving numbers around. But, you know, at that rate, $25 billion by two and a half months. I don't, I don't really see the upside. They are talking about $25 billion, giving them until March 1st. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm going back to something I think I said six or eight weeks ago. What would happen if we had one less airline? I'm seriously, what would happen, right? Prices would probably go up, probably. Maybe some smaller areas aren't serviced as much. But you know what? Maybe airlines could make some money. Uh, what would happen if we had one less airline and it just went poof, bye-bye? I don't know. Uh, the stimulus talk sounds like uh, it's going nowhere fast. I think it's really going to come down to do they agree on one big package uh, or do they, do they do lots of little packages? Uh, I think they agree on a lot more than they disagree on, which is, uh, which sounds funny coming out of my mouth as I said it, but I think it's true. I think I think there's a lot more they agree on and they want to do, uh, but they are playing politics or running some sophisticated negotiations to try to get the extras or to eliminate the extras. So uh, we, uh, the American people, the folks that need it the most, uh, are. Um, left twisting in the wind. Hence, all the stimulus videos we still are seeing. I find it amazing that um, 
these young YouTubers are still creating multiple stimulus videos a day and they're getting 100,000 views plus a day. It's amazing. Talk about a personal stimulus package. Wow. Something else I'm thinking about, you know, since they are not operating at the moment, right? We're talking about the Senate, the House, the President not coming together for us. What if we just put this all behind us and you know what? Just do a one or two trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Uh, I think we most of us would agree that the infrastructure in the U.S. is less than desirable. Maybe inside that two trillion, we could do some job training, coding, artificial intelligence, you know, the things of the future, and we can get ahead of this. So instead of just sending people money that they can spend or save, why don't we invest in physical things and bring more of the supply check or supply chain home? And why don't we just look at this different? We're halfway through this thing is my hope. I think if we get set up and we get some gasoline, the next three to six months will be rough. There's no doubt. But we really could set up to, to start another bull market if, if we take the pain now. You can't, you can't get to another bull market unless you've had pain, regroup, bankruptcy, debt write down, asset write down. There's a whole bunch of stuff that's zombie and... Um, we need, we need, we need to flush it. I mean, that's one of the things we did last time in the great financial crisis is we flushed assets that were overvalued. It happens. It's in capitalism. People get a little excited. It gets too expensive. Then they get too nervous. It crashes. We need to, um, we, 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 we needed to give the money the first half. Totally agree. Since we've missed the opportunity, why don't we just suffer the pain and let's get really, working on America, the country, the infrastructure, the people. Because if we do this right, the next decade could be awesome. It's going to suck for six months no matter what. But I, I think we have an opportunity to, to pivot and become a stronger, more vibrant country out of this. Uh, right now, it's, I mean, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's blasphemy to say that we're not, we're not in strong footing today as a country. Uh, we have an opportunity to do better, and I'd like to see us take that opportunity. Another thing I got a bunch of notes on is Buffett, Warren Buffett, the guy that I will read every article that references him that I find, buying gold, G-O-L-D. Some of those headlines are misleading, and in fairness, I probably will create a live stream on this in the next half hour doing the same thing. Uh, gold is actually the stock symbol for Barrick Gold. He's a gold miner. Uh, so he's not buying physical gold. He's not buying, you know, kilos of gold, right? The physical asset. He bit. He bought 564 million or half a billion dollars of Barrick gold mine, gold miner. Um, I still think that tells you something when you look at what he sold and what he bought in the quarter. It's meaningful. He sold banks, which he has long, long, long been an investor in, and he bought a gold miner. I mean, geez. I think that tells you something, and I'm going to do. I'm going to sort of put my thoughts down because I think that is such a change it warrants its own video. Uh, so I'll do that uh, here in the next half hour or so. Uh, next up, we do have the Democratic convention starting tomorrow. Um, I think it's three days, maybe four days. I don't really know, uh, but I will be at least looking at the headlines. Uh, I expect it to be full of hate. I am hopeful to see it have hope. That's what I'm looking at in all elections. Uh, you can either talk about hate 
uh, and all the bad things, or you can talk about hope in the future. And yes, some pain, but let's go, um, you know, let's, let's all do better. Uh, so that's something that I hope to see. I certainly don't expect it. To be honest, I don't expect it from the Republican Party, so don't take this as hating one or the other. I expect both of them to be full of hate. Um, but that's what I'm going to be looking for. Which, which side of the fence is talking about hope and a better future and all of those things? Because uh, that's what's important to me. I'm tired, I'm tired of this being like the, the kindergarten playground where you know, you're calling so-and-so a stinky face. I mean, God, just I thought we left that behind us. Uh, the other thing I got to tell uh, Biden's team is uh, uh, I hate using sports analogies because not everybody is familiar with sports. Uh, but there is something in football called the prevent defense. It's basically something you run at the end of games when you are up, basically giving up. The, the idea is to give up yards but not points. Uh, lots of people who will play uh, sports will tell you that the prevent defense is a mistake. And you basically open yourself up to, uh, you're basically changing the way you play the game all game to get the lead. And then you give your opponent a chance to pick you apart. Uh, I would tell you it certainly feels to me that Biden is playing prevent defense, which is a huge mistake in my opinion. Um, again, not a big political advisor, but again, people out there are deciding. And if you're just going to sit down in your basement and do nothing, that's probably not a good look for most, most American public. So don't, don't run a prevent defense. My hope is you've been waiting for the convention and you're going to come out and give us your plan and be hopeful and you know all those things but we'll see it starts next week and then lastly again we keep seeing negative numbers on restaurants i got this one about new york city looks like one in three restaurants will be will not reopen again i want to tell you that that is bad that sounds bad but i'm hopeful for the future what's going to happen because most of these restaurants as i understand it and i've been to new york many times it's where my daughter is um there will only the space will only ever be restaurants. So my thinking is great. That sucks for the one in three that go away. But what happens in six months, nine months when the next restaurant comes in? They're going to be more profitable. People, they're going to have cheaper rent. They're going to have cheaper leases. They're going to have, you know, cheaper uh, hiring and, and everything. So, um, while it does suck to lose one in three restaurants, especially if it's one of your favorites. Part of the capitalistic system is, you know, we destroy and rebuild, destroy and rebuild. And we're just going through one of the painful cycles right now. And it sucks. It's painful. It's nerve wracking. But I think the upside will be great. There will be there will be new restaurateurs that move in and get 10, 12, 20 year leases at half the square footage price. And they're going to be printing money in a couple of years when this is all behind us. So. Yes, it feels bad for the ones. I'm hoping they uh, close the I mean, I'm hoping the folks that close them are closing because they don't want to keep footing the bills. But um, I hope they open another one. I think a lot of great restaurateurs could really lower their cost structure going forward and be far more profitable on the other side of this health event. So that's what I got for you today. It is Sunday. So that means I also got to do my goals video. Um, been an interesting week. And while I've been talking here, I'm looking out my window. I've seen three or four lightning strikes. That doesn't happen in the Bay Area. It's been going on for like six hours. It's crazy. Man, 2020 has been a wild year. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye.